live now. <laughs> Good Thursday. Welcome to Taking Sides. I'm your host, Al Walsh, joined as always by Paulie Parlays, and we are sponsored by us-odds.com. Make sure you go there each and every week to get yourselves acquainted with all the different profits that we got on the market right there. I've got some great articles each and every week to help you guys win some chat. Uh, as always, make sure you go there at us-odds.com. Also, make sure you follow them on Twitter at odds underscore us. You follow myself, Al, at 14a.walsh, and you follow Paul at Game Day Facts over there on Twitter. And as always, we'd be remiss if we did not mention the best promo code in the biz. Make sure you sign up for a new account at William Hill. Promo code TS500. Gets you a 100% deposit bonus on first-time deposits of up to $500. I'm telling you, folks, it's a bet that you need to get in your life. Once again, that's williamhill.com. Use the promo code TS500. So we we take off on this show from the East Coast where it's been sort of a snowy mess. Did you have a, did you have a blast in the snow, Paul? So this is the weirdest snow day of all time. You have okay. to agree. I, yes, have, it is. You have, so at my job, we're all remote at this point. And the only like worry as of yesterday was we got a message this morning. Did anyone lose power? And it was like, wait, this isn't like a real snow day. Even if you lost power, you can still functionally work. It's, we, it's everything is just so different. Like I can't imagine being like a kid where that was like for me on a day like today, when I was in middle school or high school, waking up and like running to my TV to see if we were on the bottom scroll on news 12 <laughs> was such an amazing experience. Like they, they, you dealt with, did you have news 12 in, where you were in Jersey? I do, but obviously it focuses on Jersey as opposed right. to no, no. Long so Island. I had news 12 Long Island. Yep. Like that was, And like, I can't imagine the kids today where, I guess there was like a post last night or they got an email that just said you're staying home because you're already home, but there's no school. Yeah. Where it used to be like, Hey, we don't have to go to school. This is awesome. Let's go sledding. And instead it today, it was you're already home. Stay there, but we're not teaching you. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, nah. like that's really what happened. And then I feel bad for all of the adults with children. Neither of us do, but like, imagine that it's just, okay, you're home now and your teacher's not going to distract you for eight hours today. So go to the hill up the road and go play. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, it, on my end, it was definitely interesting because it was George's first, first time out in the snow. I saw your picture yeah. on Facebook. So I we got it. the, we got the backyard out there and it's interesting because I, you know, on a, on a normal day, it's just kind of, it almost looks like an octagon of grass out there and what he does. So like, you know, I've had a couple people over for NFL Sundays this year. We do it outdoors, keep it socially distant, but, um, he'll Those who have never tuned in. You have to tell them who George is. George is my dog. It is not just my is next George door neighbor with you right now or no, he's, he's not. He is okay. watching the Mindy project but with you my girlfriend. Just, that poor George, bastard. George could be anyone or anything. That's so true. I'm just making sure that everyone knows that it is your beautiful golden retriever. That's good. That's good. Just keep everybody on their P's and Q's. But, uh, but yeah, so what he likes to do on a normal day, he just likes to dig in that grass. Like my, my grass is just totally fucked. 
Like I, there is nothing that Home Depot, Lowe's, or you know Costco, even if they want to get on the mix, nobody can fix this. He has just he has dug halfway to China, and you know there, there's just no bringing it back. But now that the snow's out there, he's able to get around, do some do some fun things out there. It's fun, you know. It, it, I'm I'm glad to see the ma- the man running around. He's not, you know, jumping off all over me as much anymore. So, you know, I'm I'm just glad to see him happy out there in the snow. But yeah, I mean, we just we got absolutely pounded with it. Uh, you know, got to do some digging out with the cars and whatnot uh, coming up over the weekend. But I mean, this is it's a perfect time to watch some Thursday night football, my man. Yeah, I'm wearing my Raiders jersey, even though I am undecided as to who's actually going to win this game, uh, where I have exactly 10 minutes to make a decision. <laughs> well, I, I didn't. I So I went with the Austin Eckler over five and a half catch prop bet. Now, yeah, it's, let, let, yeah, let's talk about Thursday night real quick. We got 10 minutes before we hit it. Sure. And so for, for anybody who gets us on Spotify tomorrow, we're yep. sorry. <laughs> or are you missing this because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kill the slate right now? Yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah. So with the Eckler, I you know we saw the news earlier in the day that Keenan Allen and Mikey Will might not play. Or it looked pretty good that they wouldn't. They're both play. active, from what I yeah yeah, and and that's unfortunate. Now these guys are gonna be on uh, a pitch count tonight, if you will. But how does that you know we've seen this in the NFL where guys are on a quote unquote pitch count you know and then the game starts getting going and uh yeah and and, you know sometimes just the game flow can kind of take hold but what's interesting to me so in i'm in the fantasy uh final four here and the guy that i'm playing has keenan allen so all day i was kind of souped like yeah he's not gonna get keenan allen and now i'm like but now he's only gonna have limited snaps but I was reading something. They said, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a safer option of the two, it's probably gonna be Keenan Allen over Mikey Will. I mean, duh, on a normal day. But uh, you know, you just you just hope that you know things sort of go well. And look, and look, if if Austin Eckler, who I've also been told might be on a pitch count tonight, uh, not the greatest news. But I will say that uh, guy Frank Amarante out there on Twitter, he's always got some great stuff. He just posted something saying. Uh, or maybe it was Jared Smola. I don't know. One of the two, but like both, both do, really both do, both do fantastic work. Yeah. They're both great. I really like Smola. They're both great guys. We got to get Smola on the show. Smola's a great guy. Oh my God. Speaking of that. Well, hold on, hold on. But let me, with Eckler. So one of them was basically saying that, look, yeah, he might have a limited count, but any, like most of his games, he's somewhere in that 56 to 72% snap rate as it is anyway. But still, I mean, take a look at Austin Eckler's game log this season. The man does not get shortchanged when he's on the field. That's for damn no, I sure. agree. Uh, so I so I looked up every layer of Eckler because I was like, Eckler is going to okay. kill it today. Uh, anytime touchdown was minus 105. I said no thanks. Yep. I want plus odds there. <laughs> uh, his rushing yards were 56 and a half. I said, okay, maybe. His receiving yards were 42 and a half. I said, I like that. Yes. And his combined was 102 and a half. So I was picking between, oh, and the rece- receptions were five and a half. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm either taking receptions, receiving yards, or combo. And I just said, you know what? I don't know how many rushes he's really going to get. So then I leaned to receptions, which got me to, okay, I'm either doing receptions, total, 
or the over on the receiving yards. And I looked at his game log the last couple of games. And honestly, if Keenan Allen might be out, he's going to be their leading receiver. So I ultimately took over 42 and a half for his receiving yards. The next play for me would have been five and a half receptions. So let's hit both tonight, my man. Yeah. I mean, one hand could definitely watch the other in this situation, but you know, you look at two with Keenan Allen, Mikey will again, how, healthy are they you know I my my thought process going into the night was geez if those guys aren't gonna play then holy shit like echo is gonna see all the friggin targets you know from this uh chargers offense and of course you know hunter henry is a guy that would love to get more production he's a guy that could certainly pop up but again i think it you know whereas at the beginning of the day i was very confident now i'm like okay i'm confident but I'm not going to be surprised if we kind of get bamboozled here. The one thing that does scare me, of course, is that the Chargers are not in the playoff hunt. Uh, they're essentially just kind of, you know, going through the motions at the end of the season. But uh, the spread on this game is pretty interesting. Three three is where it started, and then I saw it go to three and a half yeah, me too. Uh, later in the day, which is interesting. Because I guess that, that was probably with news with Keenan Allen not being as banged up as initially thought, but – um, I, you know, even three and a half, I still think that that is, um, I still think that that's kind of a sort of a, no, it, it moved the, the, uh, we're, we're the, the Raiders can got get, can get, eh, can get got in this, in this situation favor of the Raiders, even though we knew that these receivers might play, which is just one of those weird lines. It's weird one of those lines. situations. Come yes. On. That was awesome when we used to do that. We By the way, St. Benjamin, I want to thank you for that whistle that you just sent our way. St. Benjamin. So anytime anyone tips us, they can ask us any question, and we have to answer it no matter what. So, wow. So ask us anything. Also, all the listeners, we're still trying to figure out what Al's going to ultimately do when he loses take a side this season. He refuses to shave his beard. I have agreed to frost my tips when I don't lose, but Al needs to make a comeback which he's really, really trying to do, which is why I just want us to come up with something that Al will do for when he loses. I am happy to lose, but you have to make up a lot, a lot in the next. So we have three regular season weeks and then the playoffs. And also there's the, the, the accelerators that we added last week. Oh, I thought you meant the pro ball. Sorry. No, we're not betting the pro ball. We could. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Wait, wait. So last time. Last I got week, NFC. Don't you even think so, about taking the. I, I have to break some some sad news to you. Oh, no. You, the take aside last week. Yeah. That you you accelerated. You made that, it. You, that was you made it heartbreaking. One it was heartbreaking. Lost. Yeah. So, so you are now behind by even more. So that's why. Just let's figure out something. That you're willing to do, because I'm I'm sorry, it's it's gonna happen. I I almost, I, I almost can't lose, so let's come up with something. I let's thought about it. Man. How do you feel about hair dye? That's what I said. That's what, well, I'm you said beard. You said beard dye, but I like I'll go a weird color. Like all right, I, so here's, like I, here's what we'll do. If, like if, I can go undercover with Antifa if I go like blue or purple. If if, if and if and when, because I'm just being being yeah, I, we a, know. a mean person. We're going through the motions. You you need to color your hair with the team that you pick in the Super Bowl. Okay, I think that's good. That's kind of funny too. Yeah, I like that. I like. So you'll go. 
team color of your, your choice <laughs> as to who wins the Super Bowl because I believe you will be behind by too much by then that it uh, won't matter. I honestly hope it's the Bucks so you can go the funky like the orange in the in the popsicle. That oh. would be awesome, right? Yeah, I, I mean, the Miami Dolphins would be my favorite pick if I went you off. Go, you're going teal or you're going well, off? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go for we as weird as possible in this situation. By the way, virtual cheers. Uh, what, are you, what are you sipping on this evening? I got a little Malbec here with okay. our favorite cup, which we talked about last week. Yes, love it. I, it brought me luck last Thursday, so I decided to bring it out again this week. Gotcha. Thank you, Team USA. Thank you, uh to the two guys who aren't on this cup, who I bet you still don't remember who they are, but it's okay. Christian Leitner and, and... Oh, come on, I know his his nickname rhymes. He played for the Trailblazers. Clyde Drexler. Boom. There you go. There you go. Greatest, um, team, greatest team of all time. That I am... that Leitner's on that team. Still like yeah, I know. It could, it could I know. have been Shaq. Literally, it could have been Shaq because it was late. Yeah. it had to be that class. So it could have been Shaq or even Alonzo Mourning would have been cool. But I guess Leitner was – Leitner's arguably the best college player ever. So respect. Yeah. Well, next right. next to Bobby Hurley, of course, from nearby Jersey City. Um, yeah. I went with uh, Cas- Casamigos this season. And Grant Hill's coattails. That's but, ridiculous. That is the most no. ridiculous thing Come I've on. ever heard in my life. Bobby Hurley. Why do you, why do you think Leitner and Hill were open so much? What – Wait, Bobby Hurley got hurt, or did he get in a car accident or something? Yeah, he- yeah, his rookie right. year. Yeah, he was. He it was the Sacramento. I cried. Game, right? I'm not afraid. I think it was. I swear to God, jeez, I think it. Oh man, we're aging ourselves. Also, you're gonna no. Like, you know, it was. You know, it was I'm right around on my rotary phone. No, it was right around this time. Um, I want to say '94. It happened, but yeah, I remember. I mean, it Bobby Hurley the against the Fab Five was '92. I know okay. I, I'm a huge Michigan guy. You know that. I don't know if our fans. Yeah. Are. Like, um, but no, Bobby Hurley in. Bobby in, Hurley would have been, would have been great. I, yeah. I agree. He in, was really good. In the, in the Northern Jersey, like my Bayonne, oh, Jersey oh, City area. Oh my God. He, it's, it's, it's Jesus Christ. And then Bobby Hurley, uh, a step down. Is he the best Jersey basketball player ever? Cause like Long Island, there's a couple guys. Wally's one of them. Who's. Wally's awesome, but Wally put up insane numbers. There was that guy, Jason Frazier. Do you remember him? He played at Villanova and then blew out his knee. No. That guy put up like 55 a game. It was absurd. Well, don't, don't, can't you claim uh, Sebastian Telfair? No, Brooklyn doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> I loved him coming up. The guy, the three point shooter who was on the Lakers and is now on the Sixers. Uh, Andrew. Andrew. Andrew Interesting. So those are that was what like I grew up with, which is so funny. Like, where like those were the I mean Wally might be the answer. Yeah, from the next town over for me, but also like his college numbers, his college, his high school numbers were like were otherworldly, and he didn't even dunk. Yeah, just he was a great shooter before like shooting was what it is now. I can't imagine if Wally played in the league now. He would be, would be nice. Like, Wally would be uh, Joe Harris. You know, Wally would be better than Joe Harris. Wally no, was no. better than Joe Harris. Joe Harris got paid. Got paid this offseason. Yes, but Wally, Wally was better than that. Wally was an all-star. Wally, Joe Harris could only shoot. I feel like Wally is closer to like a Kevin Love. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you there. I, I, that's something I, we we should talk about this. Kevin Love, there's no way he stays with the Cavs. What team is going to trade for him? Because he he's going to be great wherever he goes next. Boston. I thought Boston because Tristan's there now and they're yeah. boys. But I don't know. I, I love I love what what I, I love what Boston did. If you want to you want to go on a, a little NBA tangent. Since, nah, let's, uh, let's, wait, when let's, does the, the NBA starts this next weekend? week? Next, next week. the twenty second. The next, the next against the Warriors is the first game of the season. That is next Wednesday. Yes. Should we do a wait Wednesday a minute show? Tuesday? I think. I think so we're gonna have to because we're talking this Christmas, out in the air. Christmas Eve is uh, Thursday. Oh my God! So we're gonna have to do Wednesday. Our our show will have to be Wednesday next week. Yeah. 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 Which uh, which is fine, but we could talk basketball, which will be wonderful. I can't wait. So a bunch of our our regular listeners who are my who have known me forever thought that this show was only football season, and I yeah. was like, "What are you talking about? We're no. really good at football, but like your bread and butter is basketball and and baseball. And baseball is more my god. Not just going to be these sixteen weeks of us arguing about this, but the bet the bet of me frosting my tips or you now coloring your hair. So it's the same thing yeah. uh, in, for the NFL season. Do you want to know what you're behind now or we'll just work through it? No, I wanted it to be a mystery. It's, it's over under, it's over under a touchdown now. Yeah. I, I am not shocked about that. I got off to a very rough start. I'm basically, uh, I'm basically Ryan Tannehill back. And it also makes it funny. When you miss your double down. Yeah. I'm basically Brian. I'm Ryan Tannehill against the Browns uh, last week or whatever that was playing catch up from like 50 down. That's okay. I'll, I'll still put up my stats. It's all uh, good. No, I don't mind it at all. It's just funny. And I appreciate it. Of course that. you don't mind it. You're up by a touchdown. Why, why the hell wouldn't you? I'm up by a touchdown and every, and everything <laughs> is only worth one point. So it's really hard to catch up. Unbelievable. All right, let's break down uh, week 15 of the NFL season. This is absolutely a major week. I know a lot of people got uh, Final Four of fantasy football going on in their hometown league, in their experts league, whatever it may be. Uh, if you're in an experts league and you're watching us, thank you. I appreciate that. The uh, you know the 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 praise is just overwhelming. But uh, I know my both friend, of us, both of us are in some situations. People, I'll give you guys a shout out. Thanks for having me this year. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Straight, straight cash homie league. Uh, yeah, straight man. cash homie. Gotta love that league. Uh, been in the final four. This is the seventh straight year now that I've been in there. So uh, I'm taking on the commission this week. Big, big matchup this week. A lot of people are talking about it around Bayonne. They can't get enough of it. But, um, you know, when, when we talk about the games this week, and, you know, of course, we're going to break down the fantasy angle into it. But, Paul, let's start with you since you've got the touchdown lead and take a side. Uh, which game would you like to start off with this week? Let's start with the Saturday games. Let's start okay. with one of my best bets. Yeah. Let's do yeah. Carolina Green Bay. Okay. That's the, so, now, this is the second game on the Saturday slate. Yes, but it's, it's on my best bet. That's fine. So let's That's do fine. that. We'll then work to the first game, and then we'll jump to Sunday. Absolutely. So it, this this is one of my best bets, but it's 100% dependent on what the spread is. Okay. Long story short is that I love Teddy Covers. Absolutely. So two days ago, I saw the spread was at nine. That is when I jumped on it. I bought one singular point. I put it to 10, 
and now I'm just sitting back and relaxing. So I took Carolina plus 10. I absolutely love that. I think it's around eight and a half Thursday night while we're doing this. I still like that where I, I believe that if Green Bay does win, they win by a touchdown. Okay. So love eight and a half, but obviously when it was at nine and I could buy a point, which was only about a difference of about 40. So let's say it went from um, like minus 120 to minus 160. I was okay with that to buy the extra half a point, and that was fine. Or the extra point to get me to minus 10. But I still love it at eight, minus 8.5. I just think that the only issue might be that Carolina can't score enough points to keep up with Green Bay. But Teddy covers. That's it. Teddy covers. He's so good at it. I love it. I think the final score is about a 31-24 game. That's where I'm at. Okay. Uh, see, I, I'm not the best person to go to for this game because I've got so much bias. Number one, uh, my opponent this week is has Aaron Rodgers. So it's funny. I've got Josh Allen uh, in the first game on Saturday, and then he's got Aaron Rodgers in the second game on Saturday. So – we're going to have a pretty good idea of uh, what's going on after that matchup. But I've also got the Green Bay defense in this matchup. And, and I think that that is fine from a perspective of takeaways and possibly a defensive touchdown. Obviously, I think Teddy, Teddy Biz and the boys are going to move the football against these guys. Um, Christian McCaffrey, doubtful for this game. So that means that Mike Davis is out. Is, is out. Yes. So Mike Davis uh, is going to be there, who my opponent has as well. It just it, it, it just gets better and better. But I think that you know when we look at this game, it, it's very hard to, to look away from that Teddy covers thing. I mean, the it's what is it? It's well over what 70 percent now that that he is as an underdog. It's the number that betters want him to. So again, I just I can't get over this. I'm looking at the weather, uh 30 degrees, you know, no rain, uh snow or anything like that. So uh, you know, this is this is just gonna be straight December football weather right here. Um, but yeah, I, I think if I had to take a side, I kind of like the oh, I don't want to say it. I kind of like the under in this game. We know how Carolina does with the football, they're not necessarily a deep play team. But the one thing that I do like in this matchup is Green Bay running the football. Now, Aaron Rodgers has been absolutely fantastic this season. Uh, There's no way that you can get beyond that. But I think when you look at this matchup, running the football against Carolina is nice. And if you want to keep Teddy Bridge off the field, that's that's how you're going to do it. It sounds weird to say we got to keep Teddy Bridgewater off the field. But again, he's just dangerous in these situations. So. I, I, I do like a more low-scoring game. I was just reading an article this week from the Action Network, who we you know we praise uh, all the time here on the show. But unders are hitting at a rapid rate. Um, and again, I just kind of think, again, with Carolina's short passing, Green Bay's ability to run the football, uh, I think that we could possibly see the under happen in this one. I, I absolutely love the under. I'm totally with you on this. So. Yeah. Carolina did this against the Saints as well. Yes. Where they control the pace, even though they're the road team here. We're in the game against New Orleans a couple of weeks ago. There were like six, seven, or eight possessions the whole game because they 
just plotted down the field, 12, 12, 12 play drive, 12 play drive. And it just came down to efficiency where I think Green Bay is more efficient to score touchdowns while Carolina might put up field goals. So I'm totally with you on the under here. I think that there might be four scoring opportunities per team in the whole game. Let me throw a couple numbers at you just to back up your point here. So uh, Bridgewater, who we just talked about, uh, against the spread in six years, uh, 33 and 13 there against the spread overall. Now, as an underdog, 23 and six, that's 79% of those games that he's covering as an underdog. Now, literally, that's insane. You thought that the stats were done. No, 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 my friend. But you get Bridgewater why I loved it at 10. Absolutely. Absolutely. And why I like it at eight and a half. No doubt about it. Um, 10 was like 10 was literally like this. That's how I felt when I placed that bet. I was like, got it. It's like the the minute it hit nine, I went on and was like, I gotta make this right now. Um uh, again, just more numbers to back you up. Sorry. So it's hysterical. It's hysterical. So the Panthers are 0-3 as a favorite this season. However, six and three as underdogs. Uh, and when, then when we look at some of the games that they've had this season, uh, they were 10-point road dogs at the Chiefs. They covered that. Seven-point road dogs against Saints uh, with Drew Brees there. Got that. And then uh, six points, uh, six-point road dog against Chargers earlier in the season, and they won that game outright. So uh, plenty of a history to go there. Obviously, you know, they're going against Aaron Rodgers and company in this one. Uh, on a Saturday game, a little bit different, but I- I'm with you. In, in terms of taking a side, I guess, with the Panthers, I, I want to lean, um, you know, I want to lean Packers, obviously, because of Rodgers and just how great he's been this season and, and kind of what they can do with Aaron Jones if, if that's how they want to roll in this game. But the numbers that I just mentioned right there, they are what yeah. they are, and, and you can't get away from them right there. But, again, uh, in the game that we're going to talk about next, if I do get the winnings on that game, uh, I will – I will certainly be putting so- some towards the under in that one. Love it. Love it. So then and, now let's jump to, to game one from Saturday. Okay. Now don't let me forget. I got a college football play, but I want to talk about the, the NFL game first before we do that. Okay. So I promise I will remind you. Okay. I mean, it's really good. So I just wrote it down. You know, I wrote it down. I'm the one that wrote it down. I wrote it down because I want to play. You want to know. Yeah, you want to know. Okay. Well, you're going to know. See, this is a great teaser I for the people. I wrote CFB. So now CFB. I'll be like, in like an hour, I'll be like, what's CFB, Al? So we we already, we talked about Paul's best bet for, for Saturday right there with the Panthers. Mine is going to be the favorite in this one with the Bills minus five. Now, this game has gone up to minus six already. But I saw that one initially with the Bills at minus five. I don't know why that number like just really stuck out to me. But seeing the Bills at minus five at the Broncos this season, right? So, oh, I wish I wrote these notes down, but I'm going to pull them up real quick. Um, but minus five at the Broncos is sort of a, in my opinion, it's very telling, right? Because – you're going into Denver, which is one of the toughest places to play in all the NFL. And again, Denver coming off a win at Carolina. Um, you know, I, I just think that 
I think a lot of people are pretty psyched about the Broncos and the fact that they're getting points in this game, but I don't think that they really should be. Uh, looking at the Broncos this season, when they've been uh, mighty, mighty underdogs at home, we got to check this out. So earlier in the season, they were a six-point underdog at home to the Tampa Bay Bucks. They lost by 18. They were a seven-point underdog at home to the Chiefs. They lost by 27. They were... 17 point underdogs at home against the saints and they lost by 28. So there's just, you know, there's a good track record here of the certain number and the Broncos not being able to hit it. But the, the one thing that really stood out to me above and all, you're going to see it tomorrow on us odds.com where I write about the prop bets for these games. All I'm writing about in, in the prop bet articles this week is quarterbacks in, in the Saturday games. I just, I love, all these different prospects for these different quarterbacks, but Josh Allen, 277 and a half is where his over under is at for passing yards. Pretty damn high for number one, being on a short week on the road in Denver. I feel like Vegas is already telling us that Allen's going to do his thing. Not to mention Denver, get ready for this, Paul. They got five different members of the secondary that are out for this game. Five. I'm with you. Like I'm not, I'm not denying this. I love I love the Bills as well. And off air right before we came on, I talked to you about the like the opposite of my best bet, which would be to tease this and tease the Packers together. And I like I think, that. And I think that this will be something that so many people do, which is why it worries me. You don't want to tease Bills Panthers? I think Maybe get more points. I think that might be brilliant. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Duh. Duh. Whoa. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, Kramer from Seinfeld. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. You literally just blew my mind. So the that might that is the right answer. Yeah. So that would put us at the Bills to win, and I'm getting eight plus, and and I get fourteen for. For the the Panthers, yeah. See, yeah. I don't. Yes, Alan, I don't. I love you. <laughs> Thank you. you. You use my government name. God damn you. Um, no, I. Alan Michala <laughs> Walsh. I never do the middle name. Middle name. Richard. You're a dick. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. Al Dick, Al Dick Walsh. Cheers. Yeah. Blame my parents for that. Uh, so yeah, call me whatever you want, but you better call me Paulie Parlays. Indeed. So yeah, so with uh, with all that, you know, with all those guys being out for Denver in the secondary, <clears throat> I just think that this is a, an absolute blow up spot for Josh Allen, who, by the way, man, might not be some bad odds uh, right now to win the NFL MVP uh, over these last three weeks. I love that. Can we talk about that? We absolutely Do you can have talk the about odds. That. I don't. Is he? So the last I looked, he was fifteen to one, and that put him in the four hole. Okay. Which is crazy. This is one of those where you can bet it and just kind of sit on it and sell it to prop swap, whatever it is. Great company, by the way. I actually interviewed the CEO there uh, last year. Great guy. You should, you should talk to him and go work there. Uh, well, uh, we, we talk on Twitter every now and again. Nice. Love it. Yeah. So Peter. you have number one, you have Patrick Mahomes, who is the odds on favorite for the first time all year now. I saw okay. like minus 240. 
Then in the two hole is Mr. Aaron Rodgers, where I kind of like that, but I think you have to give it to Pat at this point. And then there's the big jump, and then it's Russ and Josh Allen. Okay. Michael? So Derrick Henry is in there too, but that's insane. There's no way he wins. No. But I think Josh Allen is a beautiful long shot. I mean, he has looked so damn good over the last couple of weeks. Like, just absolutely flawless. I wouldn't say flawless, but. No, I'm going to go like, with flawless. It looks like the Jets screwed up that pick, too. You hate to see it, folks. You really do. All right. Let's get to that college football play. That, uh... wait, 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 wait. Al. Yes. I need to remind you about the college football play. <laughs> well, good is thing. This that Saturday you did. also? Is this a Saturday, too? This is also a Saturday, yes. Okay. So, uh, I, I cannot take full credit for this. I, I saw two guys that I follow on Twitter talking. I, f- I forget the guy, the first guy's name. Forgive me. He's the one it that was, brought it up. It was, it was game day facts? It was not. It was not. But uh, Joey Kanish, I think, who everybody follows out there in gambling Twitter, uh, he retweeted another guy out there who was talking about it. But the over-under for the Ole Miss LSU game this week is – well, now it's 77 and a half. Before, uh, before I guess this information came out, it was at uh, 78 and a half, I want to say, or 78. So apparently on Saturday in Baton Rouge, they're supposed to be just disgusting wind, rain, all kinds of that stuff. And you're going to have an over under at seven, like in the, like in the, in the upper 70s. So, after seeing this, I went, I I immediately placed my bet, but, you know, kind of the rationale behind Joey Kanish's tweet there was, you know, they're going to have to score what six touchdowns and, and a field goal, you know, combined in each half to do this. And I, I just, I don't see that happening in the kind of wind conditions that they're talking about. So I'm uh, I already put my money down on that. That's, that's a shit ton of uh, points that these teams need to score. And, uh, and that's the way that I'm going. I got a, I love it, and I have another fun Saturday for you. Okay. Ready? Over the wait, past. Wait, I'm not ready. Hold on. Tell me when you're ready. All right, all right, go. Are you ready? Yes. Over the, the last six seasons, teams given a 65% chance to win by the FPI are 34-0 and in conference championship games. Interesting. There are four teams this week. That have at least a 65% chance. Shut up. Who are they? They are Ohio State, 91%. Okay. Alabama, 89%. Clemson, 71%. And Oklahoma, 67%. Very interesting. What do we think about making the Pauly Parlays four team parlay of those? They're all massive favorites. I knew but where that, you were going. I knew where you were going before you said it. That will give that we have to get more than even money there. Yeah. And 34 0. Yeah. Can we make a taking sides group bet? Yeah, we can absolutely do that. So we're going to take Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, 14 parlay, which will probably pay us maybe even money, but I'm in. Uh, update from the uh, Thursday night game Hunter Henry, who we mentioned earlier, got the first touchdown of the game. So. Seven nothing bolts in this one. Ooh, interesting. Yes, but yeah, we can absolutely do that. Uh, 
we can do that parlay. I, I'm down with that. And let's post it on Twitter. Let, let's get the Taken Sides fans invested in this one. And uh, we're, 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 we're going to break the next digitize, which we're not going to make fun of ourselves about. Love it. I love, love that it. you did that. God, dude, we're almost at five figures. Ooh, 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 ooh. We're getting there. If you're, uh, if you're not following us and you're watching, you better follow us at taking underscore sides. That's right. It's very, very important. It matters to only Al and I. Yeah, that's right. And no one else on earth. All right. Let's break down Sunday. Uh, let's do that same format that we did last week. I love that, where we go it's side. So, for- it's so great. Yeah. I, I absolutely loved the back and forth, and we just <laughs> throw it at each other last week. It's it's so much fun, and also it's so funny when we actually find one that we agree on. And and it's time efficient. I agree. Yeah, and we don't have to talk about, uh, I don't know, what's the so, shit game? So just so the listeners know, we, because of this, won't tell each other the answers off air because we want it to be a surprise on air. Oh yeah, there's no notes happening here. We we tried that the first. There are, well, there are, but 12, there aren't. the first twelve weeks, and we're. Eh, well, why, don't, don't why don't we? Uh, why don't since we're since we're caught in the middle right now? Why don't you give uh, a little bet three six five love? That's right, bet three sixty five. Use the promo code sides s i d e s, and you're gonna get yourself oh, that's right. That's, oh, that's good. Thank you. Uh, I can read at a fifth grade level. Um, you're, you're going to get a hundred percent deposit bonus on deposits of up to a hundred bucks. So deposit a hundred bucks, get a hundred bucks. Pretty damn simple. But use that promo code sides sixty-five.com. Now, Paul, I don't know if you've seen his videos there uh, at Game Day Facts on Twitter. He's got some great videos each and every week. Uh, what's what's the record at now? It's got to be plentiful. We have gone six for the last eight, which is it's amazing. Great. So we've lost twice, which is fine. Six for eight. Can't deny it. Um, So what we do every week is I give you a money line bet that if the team goes up by 17 points, you get paid out automatically. We have hit, of those six, five have gotten to 17 before the end of the game. So you're getting paid out in the second quarter instead of at the end of the game. We lost the Chiefs against these Raiders where they that, that massive upset. That's a doozer. I don't even remember what the other what the other one was. It doesn't matter. It was so long ago. Um, but, but we've gone six for eight while while giving out the sides promo on Bet365. Uh, log in to Bet365. Use sides, S-I-D-E-S. You get $100 in free bets. And you can do the early payout promo, meaning if the money line bet that you place, if that team goes up by 17, at any point in the game, you get paid right there and then. So it doesn't matter if they blow the lead like the Falcons or the Lions probably do multiple times. So do you have a team that you're willing to use that on with your favorite bet of the week yet? (sighs) Or do you need a day or two? That's fine. So there are – I have – two teams that I'm deciding between and I know that they're both tricky. So I am considering the Seattle Seahawks against Washington football team. Okay. And I think that Washington has a very good defense. So I don't know if there's a chance that Seattle runs away. I also like the Colts against the Texans, but 
that money line is like 320, 330. So I don't know if I want to risk that. I think that there is a 100% chance that the Colts go up by 17 at some point. So I'm iffy there. Those are two that I really, really like. Then there are your Tampa Bay Bucks and the Love those guys Bucks against the Giants is another thought. Okay. But I'll figure it out. We'll po- uh, it'll be posted on the, the U.S. Odds Twitter, uh, usually Sunday morning. You should definitely check that out. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, first bet? I'm, I'll, I'll stick with what I just said. Give me the Seattle Seahawks minus five against the Washington football team. Okay. Um, There's some fantasy implications, of course, in this one. Uh, Russell Wilson. So this is interesting. Washington's pass defense, as we saw against the Pittsburgh Steelers, very good. They're they're top five in the NFL this season. So, uh, I mean, I've got Tyler Lockett. Uh, You know, I got another guy in my league who's a, uh, you know, got the DK Metcalf thing going there. What, uh, you see any, you got a preference there between either one of the two this week? Come on. You got to love DK. Like Ugh, That's the wrong answer. I was hoping no, Lockett. Lockett, the way Lockett, look, if it's a Lockett week, you're going to get like two touchdowns and 200 yards. Yep. I just think that Metcalf has surpassed him on that totem pole where. He's he a grown ass man. My God. That, <laughs> that, that guy was somehow a second round pick and everybody passed up on him. Still blows my mind. Because yeah. You can't, like, he is not human. The things no. that he is able to do are just unfair. You can be next to him and it doesn't matter because he's just bigger and stronger and faster than you. I think we talked about it that, that Monday night game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, NFL Next Gen Stats had the number that said, that poor Darius Slay, who took on Devontae Adams six days later, uh, in that game with Seattle against Philadelphia, uh, Metcalf only had a separation of an average of one and a half yards in that game and still went absolutely ballistic in that game. So kind of just goes to show you. And you know how they love to say, you know, so like whatever, like in a in a normal setting, we'd say, oh, he's Megatron 2.0. No, he's Megatron 1B, you know, like he's – the guy is just that nasty in that situation. I would love to see Lockett get busy in this one. I mean, it's been five games since he's had a 100-yard game. Uh, you know, you kind of hope that – and, I mean, look, we've seen what Washington. Kendall Fuller has been such a great cornerback. You know, if they decide to put all their leverage towards DK Metcalf this week, hopefully that, that means that uh, Lockett ends up getting a little bit. But I think kind of uh, the big – aspect in this game Antonio Gibson might not play in this one so uh Peyton Barber he did have a little bit of an upper body injury last week he did come back and to to play so I'm one of these people that has uh Peyton Barber wondering if I should play him my my running back situation in fantasy is absolute trash I need to decide if I'm going to play him whether it's going to be LaShawn McCoy now that Ronald Jones is going to be out this week and sort of a you know, weird situation. I got the Bengals handcuffed. Thank you, Joe Mixon, for screwing me royally with that, with that injury again. But there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about from this game. So uh, J.D. McKissick could end up being big against the Seahawks in this one too. So, uh, you know, a- anybody that you got an eye on in this? 
I think the answer is McKissick. You can't, okay. you can't miss there. It's kind of the way that I look at sure. it. Sure. Yep. So I don't even want to talk about it with fantasy. I own Antonio Gibson. I played Sorry. Peyton last week. I the way that I ultimately lost in head to head is just disgusting. Literally everything had to go wrong. So I have Peyton Barber. My okay. other option was Jeff Wilson Jr. I said both of them will get about the same amount of carries. One of them will, will score a touchdown. Jeff Wilson Jr. scored that touchdown. I owned Deshaun Watson, who got injured, had to miss a little time, also hit Jordan Aikens with a touchdown pass, and he dropped it because he couldn't see it. Uh, also, <laughs> I own Big Mike Williams, who Big Mike. played two plays and then had to leave the game and got me a zero. I also played the Texans defense that got me minus one point. Just think about all of those layers as to what had to go wrong for me to ultimately lose to Mark Andrews only because we had the most ridiculous Monday night football game ever. Mark Andrews needed to score less than six and a half points and he had less than six and a half points up until the final drive of that game. Mm. Just think about that. Yeah. Think about the layers upon layers Ugh. upon layers that had to occur for me to lose head-to-head. But there were four teams in the three through six, and I scored the second most points in those, and I still lost because of randomness as to the record of whatever it is. Even though I have the second most points, I was seven and six on the season. I am 93% sure I will ultimately end up with the most points on the season, and I'm very happy about that. But again, <laughs> I have been knocked out of head-to-head in week 14 for the third straight year while I am cashing on the point side, which is why I believe that head-to-head is complete and utter bullshit. It's so random, and I despise it, but I'm saying that with a smile on my face. Yeah, I, I actually, um, when I did my old radio show here in Bayonne, I, I hosted or ran a, a fantasy football league. And I remember saying at the draft specifically, guys, we're not doing head-to-head this year. We're just going to do like total points. If you're in the top six, you get a win. If you're in the bottom six, you Whoa, get a loss. Wait a second. I've said the exact same thing. Oh, I did it. I did it. I and, then did week, it. and then week yeah. one, I had 10 people like, what the hell? I'm not playing. Yeah, you like, I think that this is brilliant. Yeah. And we should somehow patent that because yeah. no, one, no one does it. This yeah, absolutely. We're now talking about it on the show. But that, I believe, is the correct way to do fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. Top six get wins, bottom six get losses. And I think that the weekly loser should pay the weekly win or something. And then yeah. everyone will be happy. And, and what I did, I kind of took it's almost like a DFS approach to it, you know, like a, like a 50. 50 contest you know like if you're in this half then then you get it and, and and so on and so on so and it was really cool too so like the playoffs were really interesting right so when you get to you know four whatever like each week for the first two weeks of the playoffs you're gonna have four teams in each of those so the top two scores advance the next yeah. two do not so that's that's how it went. it was really cool I, I I liked it a lot I think that is the right thing 
because then there's no complaining. There's no randomness. Absolutely. I always, I always get the, oh, but if this team had this many points, and I'm like, if my defense, if I had the Patriots last week yeah. and they shut out the Chargers, are you not allowed to score points then? Absolutely. If The if, answer is no, which means that your argument is moot. Yeah. If this, if that, if the queen had balls, she'd be the king, you know? Hello. I love it. <laughs> That's wonderful. I'm also very bad at accents, but that was fun. I like the nerd one was good. All right. So we'll get to my – my best yeah. bet this week. I'm I'm going I'm going big gusto on this one. I'm going Dallas money line in this one over the San Francisco 49ers. So my bet my play here is that I mean it's hysterical. I bet the Niners each of the last two weeks, and it, like it's been the most heartbreaking losses. So the 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 first of these two was the Monday night game against the Buffalo Bills. They just could not play defense to save their life. And then last week against the Washington football team, I got it right on the first chance. F everybody. But um, they, you know, they allowed two defensive touchdowns and three field goals to Washington last week, and they still lose the game. Uh, so that absolutely sucked. But again, that's, I think that just kind of lets you know where San Francisco as it is or is, is at as a team right now. Um, you know, obviously no Jimmy Garoppolo. But you got all these different, you got all these different guys that are just like, you know, just kind of in that. Debo Samuel, no longer, he's done for the season. That's a huge loss for this Niners team. Uh, a lot of, a lot of keying in that they could do on Brandon Ayuk in this one. But again, Andy Dalton, I, I said this at the beginning when Dallas got him. I said, look, this is going to be a guy they're going to be able to rely on as a backup if anything happens to Dak, God forbid. But you know what? it didn't work out that way at first, right? Like we had that, that Monday night game where he absolutely just fell flat on his face against Arizona. And then the next week he gets rocked in the dome against Washington and he's done for a couple of weeks. But since he came back, this is a much different Dallas team and I like what they're doing. So again, I'm going money line here. They're at home against the 49ers. Uh, I mean, look, I can easily take the three points here. I think it's fine, but I kind of want plus money in this situation. So, again, I, I just – I like the weapons that Dallas still has. I think Andy Dalton's a serviceable quarterback. And, you know, the one thing that's very apparent to me with San Francisco is just the amount of injuries that they suffered this year. Uh, in there's just there's in so many on the defensive side of the ball that I don't – I mean, look, I realized it. I thought that they could do enough in those games where I bet them with the points, but – it's apparent that they just can't. They're just a much different team, and uh, you know they're going to be fine. They're they're gonna they're gonna be fine in the future. It's just you know just packing in for now. Kyle Shanahan's no dummy. He's going to get himself another good draft pick, like he got two of them this year. Uh, so yeah, I'm going with Dallas in this one. And again, let's not forget Dallas still has a chance to win the NFC East. So a lot of motivation for them there as well. Yeah, so I think I'm on the other side here, even though everything you said makes so much sense. I just, I don't know if it's like the deep down Giants fan inside of me or what it is, but I like San Francisco and I like it a minus two and a half. I just, I get that it's McMullins. I just don't think Dallas is very good without anyone on their offensive line. Zeke, 
I think that signing was terrible. But I feel you. I get it. Um, I think we should take a side here, though. But I'll let you decide if you want to take it money line, if you want to put it up, put it up, or if you want to double down. So you have three options, or all, or all of the above. So if all right, let's say I go double down with money line. Do I get? If you double down with money line, you get four points. Yeah, let's do that. That's great. I told you this is my this is my favorite bet of the week. Okay, so let's do that. That's great. And then if you win, you'll only be down by five. All right, let's do it. I, I, I'm, I honestly okay. hope you win because it will be so <laughs> then, then it'll be the next few weeks will be amazing. Yeah, so, absolutely. So Al is taking double down, money line Dallas. I get yes. San Francisco to win. Yeah. That's it. We're at home. Can take a side. And then one of us is going to frost our tips. At home with the raucous crowd of 22,500 people. Oh, yeah, there actually will be. No, I don't think there, there's no fans. Oh, no, wait. No, no, in Dallas. Yeah, in Dallas, there's fans. Yeah, there will be fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I just played you like a fiddle, bro. Darn it. <laughs> what's your, what's your what second best? What's your second best bet of the week? Uh, next bet, I like the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. Again, at home against the Houston Texans. All right. Tell me about it. I So these two teams played only two weeks ago. The Colts won by six, 26 to 20. Okay. The spread is currently at seven, six and a half, seven and a half, depending where you get it. The Houston Texans also just scored seven points last week. Everyone is injured on their team. Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Watson has no one to throw to. Uh, Fuller is out. What's his face? Brandon Cook's questionable. Randall Cobb is expected to return, but I don't know if that's going to happen. There have just been so many injuries for the Texans that they lost by six with those guys in the lineup. I just don't see it happening. I think that the Indianapolis Colts blow them out. I I dig your style. Um so the Texans, if you remember, this so this is gonna be what the second second time in what three three weeks that they played each other, correct? Yeah, it was very it was very recent the last time. Two weeks ago. Um so again, and again, tech the Texans were driving in that final drive. They they fumbled the the running back handoff, and you know, and, and that's how they ended up losing the game. Um I don't necessarily have a side. I do like a prop bet, though. I'll tell you. I'd love to tell you about. Talk to me. Talk to me. Kiki Cootie. Kiki yep, Cootie. Yep. Love me some Kiki Cootie. So the big – and we talked about this the last time that they played. Um, number two receivers against Indy are where it's at. They do a very good job minimizing the number one receiver. And Brandon Cooks is supposed to be back this week. Uh, he missed last week against the Bears, but in this game, he's supposed to be back. Um, I absolutely love this. You know what's hysterical, too, about Kiki Cootie? His top, his best two days in the NFL were both against the Colts. Yes. It's amazing. Uh, going back to the numbers, the first one was this season, uh, what, two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, he had eight catches for a buck 41. Uh, and then back in 2018, 11 catches for 109 yards. Uh, this is just kind of how Indy does things. They love to key in on that number one receiver. 
You can't doubt them. They got some great personnel all over the ball over there. So I'm definitely down with that. But again, you talked about Deshaun Watson doesn't have a lot of guys to throw the ball to. Yeah. It's it's more or less of the ball will catch Kiki Cootie in this scenario, you know? So yeah. I don't I don't have his numbers there yet in front of me. I'll pull them up here in a little bit, but whatever he's doing this this Sunday, I'm definitely in favor of. Yeah, I feel you there. I it, no prop if, bets, by the way, for this game. Yeah, if Randall Cobb comes back, I think it might make a difference. But I'm gonna guess that Cootie's over will be Cootie, maybe sixty-five. Cootie, Cootie, I don't know what his name is. It doesn't matter. Cootie. But yeah, I uh, props on him. Let's take the over. It makes a lot of sense whether Randall Cobb is back or not because he like. He's going to be the guy. There is no one else. Uh, Duke Johnson is is banged up also. So that also takes away from a bit of Watson's passing game against one of the best defenses against the pass in the league. Yep. I'm absolutely with, with you on this. I just think that uh, the Colts are too good. They'll win the game. And they're going to handle it. I, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go to a particular side in this game considering, you know, the two just played each other that, in, you know, in that short of a span, but I'm not going to argue with you there. I think, you know, the Texans are basically, you know, they've had it with this season. They're yeah, ready. I to... feel bad for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Really, like, if he was on another team, my God. Yeah, but you know what? They're going to, they're going to rebuild. They're going to get this thing together. It, they're they're going to be fine. Rebuild. They've won like four of the last five division titles. And like out of nowhere, they're just. Re, so I mean, re, like, I mean, re, retool. Re- from losing, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. What was uh, – I saw a funny uh, a funny thing on Twitter this week where uh, Robert Covington brings back a first-round pick, but DeAndre Hopkins doesn't. Where did Covington get traded to? Jesus. It's funny. I, I'm, I only bring that up because I was talking about the Rockets the other night and, with, with my dad, and he was like, who's that big guy who plays small but he's big? <laughs> And I wasn't sure if he's talking about PJ Tucker or Robert Covington. Covington went, he went to the Blazers. But I knew that one of them was no longer on the Rockets. Yeah. Well, I mean, and again, to the the correlation to, you know, Covington versus Hopkins, obviously the guys were both in Houston, you know, with with, uh, Covington being there with the Rockets. But, but yeah. So, all right. I'm going to go with my second best pick of the week. This, this very well could be my first one. But I'm going to call it my second because I'm stealing a page from your book. Uh, Going with the Patriots this week. And it's Belichick Ah, against ah. another rookie quarterback. And not only is he against the rookie quarterback, he got an extra three days to prepare for this rookie quarterback. That rookie quarterback that we talk about, I don't like him. I don't like him at all. I don't think he's very good. But Belichick, and this is very interesting too. Did you know that nobody has passed for over 300 yards against the Patriots this season? I know that now. Thank you for that information. Yeah. There you go. I, but I don't think Tua needs to do that in order to win the game. Well, whatever the case is. I, I'm just not loving it. Uh, Dolphins a little banged up on in the receiver end. Uh, you know, we I, I believe Devontae Parker is supposed to play this week. But nevertheless, still going to be a very tough matchup against Stephon Gilmore. Uh, Jakeem Grant probably not going to play this week. That's a big hit to their offense. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just not feeling it. Uh, but, again, it, it's more or less the Belichick theory against rookie quarterbacks. You said it yourself. 
whatever, what, last week, two weeks ago 20, against the Chargers? 21 and 5. Yeah, and it's just, you know. just insane. Literally. Yeah. That's now, here, now, here's the thing. I really wanted to go uh, Patriots money line in this one, and I missed the boat completely. I didn't even realize, you know, what the situation was, yep. uh, and, and, you know, until a day or two ago. But, you know, this opened at Dolphins minus three, and, you know, now we're in a situation where, you know, it, it's, it's plus one for the Patriots, so their money line. It's plus 105, basically even money. You know, you might as well just take the points while you're at it. So I played this game two ways, and I got it perfectly this week. Okay. Do tell. Do tell. I have the Patriots plus three and a half. Okay. I took it immediately. I bought it. Bought it to three and a half. And I have the Dolphins money line. Okay. I legitimately think the Dolphins win by three points. And then I win both sides. (laughs) (laughs) If and when that happens, just remember at the uh, at the, what are we like at the hour mark of the show tonight or whatever it is. Yep, that this occurred because I honestly think the Dolphins win the game, win by three, and then I have defeated Las Vegas for the first time in my life. That would be amazing. That they should give you a free trip to Vegas. For I that. can already get that because it's 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 that's a, right tough times, my friend. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. With, I got I got some free Jet Blue. I got some free some free MGM. We're good. Oh, I but we have to wear masks and hide from each other. Yeah. Well, you know, tis tis the season, right? What uh? Tis the season. What uh? What's your third best bet this week, Paul? Uh, you're gonna like this. Ooh. Your football team. Is it gonna be this? Is it actually is it gonna be? Oh wait. I, uh, I can't do Wait, this. What are you, what are you, what are you trying, to, trying to point at the hat? What are you doing? What hat? Right there. That, that, the Philadelphia Bucks hat. No, it's a Bucks hat. Right here. It's a Bucks hat. Tampa Bay Bucks I couldn't get my finger The Philadelphia Phillies taking on the Baltimore Orioles. No. Great matchup. So, yeah, I love your Bucks this week. Talk to me about it. Tell me. Gush. Do whatever you got to do. But I'm with you on this, meaning we might want to play it together. I got to tell you, I don't love the fact that Ronald Jones is out this week because they've made they've made such a uh, such an emphasis over the bye week to make sure that he gets touches. And now, you know, we saw how great that worked out against the Vikings. And now, you know, oh, now we're going back to Leonard Fournette. But I tell you what, man, they like out of nowhere they. They uh, they gave Fournette the the week off. They made him a healthy scratch, yep. which I think is interesting, right? So, it, you know, if you look at it, coming off the bye, you would think, damn, you know, like you get your big bruiser some, you know, some time to to heal his bones and everything like that. So they gave him an extra two weeks. So I do think that Fournette is going to be quite viable this week. I will say that. Um, I just. Again, I just think that Rojo is way more talented than Fournette is, you know, at any point. But but as I was saying, you know, when you when you give Fournette a healthy scratch, they like I, I couldn't believe it. I'm watching that game out of nowhere. Shady McCoy looking like Shady back in Philly days, you know. So that was pretty interesting to see too. Five and a half on the road at Atlanta. It makes me a little nervous. And I don't, it's not like the most nervous I've ever been, but I just, I could see a, a, a bucks three point win. 
And before we went on air, I'll say this too. I got I got a, a glimmer of hope is that Ryan Suckup, who has been fantastic. If you're a Bucks fan, you know how bad the kicking game has been in Tampa for at least a decade. Uh since Martin Gramatica, you know, went went and did whatever the hell he was doing. But you know, celebrated and he suck up, suck up has been the most consistent buck. That was his brother, Bill. That was Bill that who, who did it at the, who did it at the Meadowlands in, in our mm. neck of the wood. But uh, they finally got a good kicker and suck up. He's been very serviceable this year, so that's that's a good thing for the Bucks. I just I think that this is going to be a three point win. The Falcons have been pretty good, and I talked about this. They just can't they can't put the damn ball in the end in the end zone. They they get the ball all the way down there. They just can't put it in. They settle yeah, for field so, so what you should do is pick up Sung Young Koo or whatever his name is, and then you're good. He's going to the Pro Bowl. God bless that guy because I don't know if you remember, but when he was with the Chargers, he had probably one of the roughest like Septembers I've ever seen an NFL kicker have. Um, back when Philip Rivers was doing things for the Chargers, they like he blew that team like three games in a span of four, and. You know, thank God, thank God, he's back on the right foot. But yeah, so this is actually going to be the right foot. This is <laughs> yeah, there you go. This is going to be the second time that the Bucks and the Falcons play each other before the end of the season. So again, I, I think that this is going to be uh, a very competitive game. I think it's going to be one of those. Okay, maybe the Bucks are up ten in the Falcons' last possession, sort of things. I just I don't see it being like a walk away Bucks win. That's fair. I just. I just think the Falcons have given up. I really, really do. They really haven't, to be honest with you. Like since since well, Raheem is, Morris is Julio playing, do we know? I uh, didn't practice today, so Julio is out. I love the Bucks. If Julio is in, I still like the Bucks. But but look at them last week against the Chargers, right? Like you know, it was a field goal game. They should have won if Matt Ryan didn't throw that interception late. But he did. He did. He sure as hell did. I think Matt Ryan is. They're competitive. Out. They're competitive under Raheem Morris. I think Matt Ryan is not going to be with the Falcons for much longer, which is weird to say. I I, I agree. I wonder where he ends up. I think he's got got more legs than some of these other guys that have left and gone elsewhere. They're not that bad where they're getting a new quarterback next year, but the time is coming for sure. But I I just think trading him, you'll get it. He still has value now, and they have to realize that they're the – fourth best team in their division. It's con- it's, that's over the Panthers. Out. Yeah. Wow. The Panthers are better than them. It's three, a three B. I think the Panthers are arguably better. Than them. Hey, don't worry. Once, the, once Brady, this way, the Falcons are moving this way. Once Brady leaves Tampa, we'll be right back down there. So don't worry. Maybe Matt Ryan will go to Tampa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, you know what? You know what's really funny is that Aaron Rodgers' contract is up the same year that Brady's contract is up. So I was like, hey, you know, we'll just make that the new retirement home. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's like what the what the Yankees do with uh, with the Detroit Tigers cast on. <laughs> they, always, they always get them. It's so weird. I love that. And the, and the Diamondbacks. The Yankees get cast-offs from the same teams, and they always become good. By the way, I saw this just randomly on Twitter. Um, Ryan Stanek, you remember that guy who he would start all those games for the Rays? You know how they do that, all yeah, those bullpen yeah, games? He was, the opener. He 
was the opener. The dude throws Chet at like 97, 98 consistently and heard the Yankees were looking at him. So Tampa actually traded him to Miami at the deadline. Uh, I want to say last year or the year before, but he's just been rotting away down in Miami. And now he's a free agent and the Yankees are talking about signing. That would be like, do it, bro. The Yankees need to upgrade their bullpen. Like, I know that's kind of crazy to say. It is, especially Adam Adovino was the man. I don't know what happened. No, before before going to the Yankees, he was the absolute man. He was really good the first I just, I don't know what happened. The guy can't hold a, him and Noah Syndergaard, they went to the the same damn school of holding runners on base because they just, they can't hold a runner on base. Yeah, man, I hear you. Let's let's talk baseball when it's not football. <laughs> you got it. All right, so you went bucks on that one. I went bucks, and I only have one left, so it's your turn. Did I talk you off the ledge, or are you still rolling that way? I'm still going bucks. Okay. There's no ledge. You, you cannot take the Falcons. Rule number one of betting, don't take the Falcons. Rule number two of betting, don't take the Falcons. <laughs> Rule number three of betting, don't bet on Anthony Lynn, but how's he doing tonight? Uh, seven, uh, 10 to seven Raiders. Also, Marcus, uh, Marcus Mariota, Marcus Mariota came in the game. Yeah. Cars hurt. Yeah. He, he twisted his groin up real good. All right. My third best bet of the week. I'm actually going to go with the over in Chicago, Minnesota. Me too. Okay. All right. No way. I could wait. You I'm did star this one. I'm starring this one. This no, is now funny. getting a star. Start. So right now, taking a look, I just want to make sure that we get the official number here. Also, we, check out thegameday.com. I wrote this article. Love that site. Love uh, that site. For the uh, Bears Vikings game, and this was my best bet as well. So I forget you that you, on paper. You did mention that. I forgot when we talked about that. Oh, no, I love. I love that you you re mentioned it. But it's amazing. Out of nowhere, but, we're in agreement. I forgot about that. So, yeah. So, again, I do like this game. Again, Mitchell Trubisky for the Bears, like, I don't know. They they declined his option for next year. But uh, I got to tell you, man, they might want to rethink that because guys look pretty good. Now, granted, did not work out that well in that game against the Packers on Sunday night, his first start in a while. I Look, the second half, you know, he started moving the ball down the field. But we saw what he did against the Texans last week. This sort of a similar type defense that uh, – you know, that the that the Vikings are bringing to the table in terms of just not being very good. But, again, we're, you know, this isn't your traditional NFC North. I think when team, when people think about this game, they think about Vikings-Bears, like, you know, like it's going to be a real rough and tough game. And, no, I, I feel like we're getting a huge discount on this game at 46. Uh, the game's going to be indoors in Minnesota, which you got to love. And, you know, both, both of these offenses lately in the passing game have really been clicking. Kirk Cousins of late, I know, you know, against Tampa Bay, a lot of missed field goals by Dan Bailey last week, but they did move the football uh, against a very tough Buccaneers defense. But, again, I I just think that this is, you know, both teams are really going to put it up with the points. I I definitely see this game going into the 50s. Uh, I, I, I cannot stress that enough. You wrote about it. Give us a little more, Paul. I'm pulling it up right now. I want to but whenever I anything other than this web page on my computer, I can tell that I'm already slowing down. 
You stuttered and, a couple times I, digitally. I don't want it. I don't want it to freeze uh, while I'm pulling. Up, pull, um, so give me like half a second. Um, yeah, it seems like Carr is out, right? Like out, out. Yeah, yeah. He did not look good coming off the field. <sighs> That's okay. I I I played Jacobs tonight. I left Aguilar on the bench, but I. How's our our uh, our Eckler prophets? Eckler two catches for eleven yards. But 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 what game am I looking up? I forget. Give me a sec. What game am I looking up? Help me. Uh Bears Vikings. Thank you. Oh my goodness. It's yeah. been that kind of night. I literally was just like, I know what he's asking. I just want to say too on uh, on this drive, uh, Herbert had Eckler wide open, decided to go down the field for you know whatever the hell he's doing. Just you know, just uh... so. I'm also I'm dealing with the spinning of death right now. No, that's fine. So I, I also want to say too. So I'm in the office. Yeah, we're both on the over here. I'll tell you why in about like you know 38 seconds. When Do you not remember what you wrote? I wrote it two days ago. I have zero recollection. I I wrote it. I have no clue why. I think it was because oh, I so the Bears have scored at least twenty five points in every game that Trubisky started since he became the new starter. I like Just that. Just remember that. So that's yep. half of it. And then the other half is clearly something about the Vikings, but I don't remember that half. But pretty much, it's like if they're going 50-50 here. It logically makes sense. I mean, the one thing, like Kirk Cousins, I got to look at. Here we go. Ready? The Bears offense has scored at least 15 points in each of Trubisky's last three starts. I got that right. The Vikings have been similarly consistent, scoring at least 27 points in three of their last four. Ah. So you put those numbers together, we're over 47 easy. This is amazing. I can't believe it. Kirk Cousins this season, 27 touchdowns. Yeah, man. He's he's good, but he's not good. Like, how do you explain it? So I want to bring this up. So one, two, three, four, five, six. So six of Cousins' last eight games, uh, multi-touchdown games. Cousins is really good, and I think a lot of that is Justin Jefferson. Like, filled, oh my God. filled those dig shoes and some. Fantasy mainstay. Yeah. He's been wonderful. Uh, he's he's going to be my keeper next year. Right. I love Can't it. Uh, do we have anything else? I, I, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? Yeah, I could probably go to... I love that you stole my last one, but I also love it. It's it's not that I stole it. It's just that I forgot that you mentioned it. Oh, um, but it's great because now I have a star next to it, so I'm definitely playing it. All right, let's... The last game I... Oh, Duh, I'm an idiot. This is actually, geez, this is probably second on my list but behind Dallas. But I love the Chiefs minus three this week uh, up against the Saints. It's been a weird go with things for the Chiefs. Over the last couple of games, they got backdoored by the Dolphins, by two Florida teams. They got backdoored by Miami, and they got backdoored by Tampa Bay uh, that that one, the one game a couple weeks ago. But again, they're going up against a Saints team who I'm just not impressed with at all. Uh, Taysom Hill, I feel like he got away with a lot of shit over the over the first couple of weeks. Uh, you know that he became the starter, and I just don't think that he's going to get away with it anymore. 
You, we look at the uh, the Chiefs and what they're able to do on offense. They just have so many different outlets that they can go to. And you're giving Patrick Mahomes uh, an indoor setting. You know, like we've seen him over the last couple of weeks doing big things. We saw him against Tampa Bay in a very nice climate down there. You know, now we're, you know, and also too against Miami. You know, we're now we're giving the guy indoors. I don't care what the Saints are doing. I just I don't think that they're that good of a team right now. I think once we get to the playoffs, I think they're going to turn it up. But I just think that they're going through the motions, heading that way. So again, the key number here is three for the Chiefs. I would love to get that down to two and a half because, you know, in these games against the Dolphins, you know, they were a seven point favorite. They won by six against the Bucks. They were uh, a three and a half point favorite. You know, they won by three. So if we can get that down to two and a half, I kind of just like, you know, the natural progression of where things are going. And again, too, you know, it's going to be a nice matchup with Tyree Kill against, you know, whether it's Lattimore, Apple, you know, the whoever New Orleans throws at him. But don't forget, man, they got they got plenty of other weapons too, Kelsey and some other guys that they can throw the Saints way. So I definitely like the Chiefs. Uh, I want to say minus two and a half over, over the Saints is probably where I want to go with it. I like it too. I also wonder where we are with Drew Brees. I feel, like said, this, I feel like this is a Brees number. So I think he might come back. Like my number in this game with Taysom Hill is five and a half or six. Okay. But so do you Brees number? And if he's back, that's insane because he broke 11 ribs and popped a lung. Like, come on. Do you subscribe to the newsletter that? A quarterback who hasn't played for a few weeks could be a bit rusty coming back. Not Drew Brees. Come on. Okay. Hall of Famer, all-time great. It, it's not going to matter. I, I worry that his ribs will break again. Okay. So, like, I'm with you on the Chiefs. Anything less than three. I like them at three. I'm, I'll take them because I don't think Taysom Hill can keep up. And if Drew Brees somehow plays, which I think this number is saying he actually might, which is mind-blowing. He did some work today at practice. Yeah, I'm just worried he gets injured in the middle of the game, and then who knows. But again, Sean Payton, one of the best coaches ever. So you have him and Andy Reid. You have two of the greatest coaches of our lifetime uh, going up against each other, and I think it'll be a great game. But again, it's really hard to get a bet against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I actually I took the Eagles uh, late in uh... – on, on the Sunday ticket there, I, I, I you know nice. how I do, you know how I do it with Twitter where I throw my plays up on there just, success. just, just to make sure that I got the accountability, you know, that, that I'm doing things the right way. And then I threw maybe like two thirty I saw something online where I was like, you know what? That's a lot of points to be laying on the road. And again, I don't think Taysom Hill's that good. I think that he's gotten away with some things against some bad defenses, but uh, yeah, I, I, I like that. I love the Chiefs this week. Usually I wait until the games are over and then I post my plays. Okay. Just, you know, so then I go 100%. Love to see because, it. Who, because who looks at the timestamp on Twitter? <laughs> hey, don't don't be surprised. There are people that do. There oh are people God. that do. We should try that. Like, literally just mess with people and just put stuff up after the games are over. Be like, here's my picks for the week. <laughs> I bet you did. That's that's what's good. Again, it keeps you accountable. Keeps you accountable, or it keeps you the opposite of accountable because there's something called Photoshop. But yeah, so 
I know that you're accountable, and I I believe I believe you. There's well, this much Ca- Casamigos left. Ooh, I love I had, it, I had it all the way up here. Good job. Um, I think Thank that's you. it. We're good. I t- this show is great. We've now fa- figured out that somehow we're playing that four team parlay for the college <laughs> game on Saturday. Yep. And we both love the over in Chicago, Minnesota, and we'll yep. we find something else to play with that. Put it together and dinero. Yeah, we got a lot going on, folks. Love it. Um, so uh, yeah, that that's gonna do it for tonight's show. Uh, next week we're gonna be going on Wednesday, Wednesday night. Yeah, I'm very excited because we'll have it. So Spotify, they take a bit, right? Or I'm sorry, not Spotify, but Anchor FM or Sportscaster. In terms, of, so it's not like we record this episode and then I could put it right out on Spotify. Yeah, I gotta wait a little bit. So I'm very happy that. You know, I know that we got a social distance this year, but it's exciting that if you are getting together with family, you can pop this episode in on Wednesday or or on Thursday and Friday while you're around the campfire, the Yule log, however you celebrate, you're going to be able to listen to us with your family. I'm very excited for this. I will definitely do that with my Jewish family while while we're having Chinese food and watching movies. Because that's what them Jews. That's how you do it. That's interesting. The movie theaters are closed. What's your go-to Chinese meal? Um, Well, we're we always start off with a little wonton soup. Okay. I love dumplings. Big fan. I love fried or steamed. Always steamed. Fried are good, but steamed are better for you. And we're already (laughs) it's already Chinese. I know. That's why they give me any version of lo mein. I absolutely love lo mein. Lo mein the day after is my favorite when it's lo mein's cold. good. Lo mein's good. And give me either general chows or some sesame chicken over the rice. Um, that those are my go tos. I'm also cool with either beef and broccoli or chicken and broccoli. Yeah, I'm a general chows and uh, spare ribs. Love spare ribs. Love spare ribs. Do you, do you like them on the bone or you like the no the bone? boneless boneless with the white rice? Oh. I mix it all together. Oh. Yes, my yes, my friend. Yeah, I get a nice little hurricane of Chinese food going. Mm, love it. Also, if I'm really hungry, give me an egg roll, dip it in that duck sauce. Not an egg roll guy. I don't do hot lettuce, which is AKA cabbage. Don't do <laughs> which is funny because as an as an Irish guy, I don't yeah, do the corn. I don't. I don't know, but I don't do the cabbage. That disgusts me. I just do the corned beef. I do it on a sandwich. And corned beef somehow is a Jewish thing too. <laughs> that, that that has never made sense to me. How is it, it Irish and Jewish? It all How is corned beef Irish and Jewish? Like <laughs> you go to the best Jewish delis in the world, and they're like, "You got to check out my corned beef and my pastrami." They cross and paths, then, and then you go to a pub, and they're like, "You you got you got." I can't do the Irish accent. Sorry, I'm I'm bad at accents. But like, oh, Seamus, yeah, they, give, me, give me the give me the corned beef and the hash. They, 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 the two tribes cross paths in Gibraltar in the trade market. Gibraltar, Gibraltar, and yeah. in the trade market, and that's how the Irish and the Jews came together as one. It actually makes a ton of sense. Thank you yeah, for explaining. I mean, come on, I mean, it's in every history book. Jesus, uh, all those history books that I only read Cliff's notes for. Good disgrace. All right, folks, that's gonna wrap it up for tonight. By the way, Will Hill, well, WilliamHill.com is where you go. Use that promo code TS five hundred. 100% deposit bonus on first-time deposits of up to 500 bucks. 
I've used it. Paul's used it. It's amazing. Make sure you do it. And then again, to Bet365, promo code SIDES, S-I-D-E-S, and you get 100% deposit bonus on $100 max deposit. So I love that too. My dog is biting my girlfriend in the background, so that means it's time to go. For me, Paul, the internet, wake up, peace. Thank you.